Welcome back to Sim Geeks Podcast. We are your hosts, William Belk and David Schablock. Uh, we're here today with Curtis Kitchen, Director of Marketing for the Society of Simulation, and he's going to chat with us about Healthcare Sim Week, why it's important, and why we should all be paying attention to it. So, Curtis, why don't you give us quickly your, your background, tell us who you are, where you came from, uh, and then jump into how you became involved with the society and, and what Healthcare Sim Week is, you know, is to you and why we need to be focused on it. Sure. First, thanks, guys, for the opportunity to talk uh, all things SSH and Healthcare Sim Week. Really appreciate that. Um, it's been a quick four and a half years for me, a little over four years since I joined the society uh, on staff, something I never saw myself doing. Um, I actually came from a different association as their director of communications and moved over with uh, Kevin Helm. If you all remember Kevin, I worked with him uh, in Kansas City locally uh, on some other boards and had some other things going on there. And uh, one thing led to another short story uh, that uh, opened this opportunity. And so I left. Um, the National Auctioneers Association, actually. So I went from guys guys and girls making money and selling things left and right and uh, that whole world uh, for healthcare simulation. And so I had about a week uh, on the job before I attended my first IMSH in San Antonio in 2019. Um, it was a world rocker going from an exhibit hall full of accounting software and how to do online auctions and all of those things, right? Uh, teaching people how to take good photos of the products they're trying to sell online or in person. A lot of that stuff went right out the window when I walked in the first time and I see a birthing simulator, right? right? Just, well, I don't know that I was not ready, but I also wasn't ready. <laughs> you like, say that, and right now there's an SP birthing simulator on demo right over here, and there is a C-section taking place right next to us over here. So and I, here's how I know that I'm better for my job now. I don't flinch when I see it. When yeah. you first walk in and you see these things on a big screen <laughs> and you stop and stare, you're like, what, 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 what did I do? Why am I here? I will say, I, you know, I've been in this well long enough that it doesn't usually phase me, but on the show floor, if I turn a corner, it's like, oh, oh, there, there's a set of breasts. Yes. And sometimes yes. they'll still get me. Just something, right? Yeah. yeah. And to the point, like I said, uh, the point now where it doesn't phase me as much, I guess, or I don't notice it as much. So I guess I'm in the right spot at this point. Um, just quickly, just so everyone, I guess, knows my full background, I haven't always been in marketing, haven't always been in comms, haven't always been in association management. Uh, I actually have a media background. Uh, my first job out of school was for a racing organization uh, as a PR manager. What kind of racing? Um, you're right. So it was uh, the Sports Car Club of America, oh, all okay. amateur, but they had a pro yeah. series as well. Um, I actually was the PR manager for the, uh, at the time, the U.S. Pro Rally, if you guys know what rally racing oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh -huh. So I suddenly was a early 20s kid traveling the country and doing backroads rally and, and doing the PR for that. And I had no experience with that either. So my whole career has just been, well, that looks cool. Let's go, let's go market that. Let's go comms that. Um, so I left that for um, sports media in Kansas City for several years, five, six, seven, eight years, um, covering a local uh, university, Kansas State you know, uh, University there. Um, and then I left that and got back into the business side of uh, magazine publishing for a little while, uh, doing broadcast engineering uh, stuff, mm -hmm. uh, all the TV truck stuff you see, all the equipment that's in there. Um, we had a magazine that focused on that for the guys who, all the engineers who know how to make that stuff work. So Pro left, Sound News. Yes. So I left that um, and then got into the NAA and then moved over here. So I'm, I've been in associations now for about 10 years total uh, and almost split the time between the two. So it sounds like you got into this industry a lot like a lot of people did. We did a lot of weird things and then found ourselves in the coolest job that nobody ever knew existed. That's it, in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah, um, and it's a lot of, hey, do we have, and then it was a lot of blank stares back because I found out very quickly that just because 
I think it's long, you know, long term. One, the association had only been around. The society's only been around since 2004. Yeah. And so they had only been here for 15 years. And my position was the first time that it had been done in house with yep. the society. So I've been part of their growth plan uh, to be an in house, almost in home, uh, in house uh, staff member dedicated fully to that as opposed to you know having someone on contract or a PR company or something. Yeah. It's it's great, right? So there's a lot of flexibility. There's a lot of uh, depth to. Uh, uh, I'll use this term because I don't have a better one, but I, I like to laugh at it. Uh, I get to fail up a lot. Mm. I get to like try things a lot, which actually in essence is what we do here, right? Everybody tries things. Acceptable fail. That's it, right. And as long as you learn from it and, and use it, uh, use the experience well, I think everyone's okay with that. So. Well, yeah. I mean, and this press box is an example of that, right? we got four different podcasts all taking place right here. We've got Lance with Healthy Sim. You set up a lot of this, and it was, it was, hey, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. And so far, it looks like it's been very successful. Yeah, uh, thanks for noticing that. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it, this whole thing started as a cocktail napkin idea um, several years ago, I guess now, two or three years ago. I was working with Lance Bailey down at SimOps. Um, where were we? In Tampa, maybe, two yep. years ago. And we went out to dinner one night. I was trying to think of a way that we could you know, leverage their relationship with us a little bit more. Um, uh, with SSH in general, and so we got to talking about, you know, like what I wanted to accomplish from a content standpoint. Um, you know, in today's market, you know, is it the best idea for a small association to, even though I know we're large in the grand scheme, we're not that large, right? So I'm looking, you know, big picture. You know, is it okay? Should we keep begging the traditional media outlets to try to cover us when they have the time, if they have the people, because media have their own inter or own issues with staffing and things. I thought, you know what, we've, we've got tech, you know, we've got some things in the industry that we can create and not have to depend on others to create for us. So we threw a table together in a small booth last year at IMSH, turned the lights on, turned the camera on, and the content was fine. It was it accomplished several boxes from my side and from Lance's side, and, and we thought, you know what, let's see what happens if we one-up it. And so that led to me saying, okay, what other kinds of content can we create? Or what do we have? And so that, uh, through some internal dialogue with the staff, uh, it kept coming back to podcast. We knew that, you know, people do their video and things, but there's a lot of regulation red tape around that, especially in our industry, for good reason. Uh, but that makes it challenging, right, for having readily available things that they're willing to share outside of their channel. So, okay, well, we know the podcasters are out there. Um, and I heard random stories about who was out there and I thought okay can we put those on a list and then once we see put them on a list can we maybe have them help coordinate our content a little bit and can we be smart about who we're running through for example at IMSH can I make sure I'm checking all my marketing boxes from SSH's side and it all came together right it, it, it looks like you know we're in the date we're in day two at this point with us here um it looks like all the lights came on all the mics are on everybody's showing up to their appointments where I'm always concerned you know, as a comms guy um, but I think the excitement is there and they can see the vision now about, wow, that's what our content can look like. And personal win for me this year, things we can improve. Last year, I had to, I had to fumble my way through setting up some video stuff post-production. You know, I just didn't know exactly what I wanted, so that slowed yeah. it down. It took me a couple weeks because we always take a week off after, the staff takes a week off after um, IMSH. For, As you for should. Good reason, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we've been grinding since um, October. Right, mm -hmm. you know, literally since October, but we start planning a year in advance. So yep. we need a week. Uh, but by the time I got all that done, it had been several weeks. So the content was still good, which is great. That means it's evergreen, it can live. 
but we need to turn it around a little faster. So this year, that was one of my goals, and I can proudly say that some of the video we did yesterday is already published and out. And nice. so we went from weeks to hours in Good the deal. second year. So pretty happy about that and just stoked about everyone else's buy-in on this idea because um, I thought it had potential. You never know how other people are going to see it, but now that we've been here, we've had exhibitors interested, we've had attendees interested, um, other media have been interested. So it's a win. I think I think it's got good long-term uh, value for SSH and INSH. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of traffic of people just coming to see what's going on over here, right? So yeah. we've, had, we've had a lot of people think, you know, just like all the vendor tables, people just come and hang out and see what's going on, stand and watch, which has to be the most boring thing to watch ever because they can't hear what we're saying right now. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but you guys you guys are familiar with how it, it, there is a magic to watching media happen, yep. right? And you don't know why and you can't quite explain it, but if they see a camera, they see a, a microphone, they see a, a speaker, they just stop. Yep, and you always watch something, <laughs> even if you don't know what you're watching. And, and you've said they, but it's all of us. We True. all do 100%. this. It's, it's, it's everybody. It's what, what, what's going on. I want to know. So Yeah, great. that was me projecting because I said they and it meant me. Exactly. <laughs> so yep. let's let's talk Healthcare Sim Week. You've, yes. you've kind of been tasked with some of that. I know that's what you were coming on to chat with us about. Yes. So talk, I mean, most of us are probably aware, but just give us the rundown. What is it? Why is it important? How can we get involved with it? Yeah, so it is our one of our currently largest living, breathing monsters that we love. And by that, I mean, this started as um, uh, another, actually, I think if I, it started before I got here, several years before I got here. But from my understanding, the history was it started as another kind of a cocktail napkin idea, conversation happening one night um, that, hey, we should, we should have a central way to celebrate us being the industry. And that's always a good thing, right? So that grew into um, the SSH Media Communications Committee uh, taking on that role, uh, just basically coordinating some things, you know, setting some dates, which instantly helps frame, you know, during the year people can plan. Um, but it's always been about a celebration, and in the last couple of years, uh, I think people have, not think, I know, our data likes to show me, and I'm a big data guy, I like yeah. to be able to lean on data. Data's uh, king. Yes, and one of our most important things, I'll go into a rabbit hole story here in a second, um, one of the most important uh, things that we like to show at the end is our map. We have a Google map that yep. we just say, hey, are you out there and are you celebrating and put your pen on the map, show your center. Um, that thing has set records the last couple of years and they went from you know 100 or 200 when they first started it to uh, we're over 500-ish centers around the world now. And I will say, you know, most of it's domestic. That's okay, that actually reflects most of our membership at SSH, I get it, we're global. We're not just like equal parts global. I think most people understand that. But the but, goal is we're trying to grow and But that. yeah, we've got like, I'm doing this number off the top of my head. I should know it better. Um, it's, we were above 35 countries, I think, represented or 40 countries represented. Just, you know, even if it's a single pen, to me, when we're just, you know, the, the idea of the week is to grow the, you know, the footprint, I'll take 35 countries, period, mm -hmm. even if it's just one, because chances are they probably weren't on there a year or two ago. And so there are two things. Um, oh, actually, one more thing. Uh, our video contest that we do, we've done several yep. years. Uh, we, I'll say we struggle. That's just me being a little harsh on ourselves. But we struggle with you know how we're going to roll that thing out year to year. We're trying to get the right tone, right feel with it. But the biggest thing was is two years ago, counting last year and then two years ago, uh, we had nine or ten entries. And granted, we were in the middle of the pandemic, so it yep. took a dip from the year prior. But we were down at about nine or 10 entries and they were great, but just not very many. Mm -hmm. 
get that. And we had probably 500 votes that we asked the general public to help vote on. Um, this past year, we had over almost 70 entries. So we went almost sevenfold, and we had over 5,500 votes. So we went almost tenfold there too. And so you're suddenly talking thousands of people, and the idea being that no matter where they're coming from in the general public, that's, that might be the only time all year they hear about healthcare sim, but the point is they're watching a bunch of videos that were submitted and getting to vote and be a part of something that's in the healthcare sim community. So it's a really big part of the celebration for us is just to get people to see it and know it. Um, and that leads to my final point about Healthcare Sim Week is going, it's always been the goal. Me personally, I need to do a good job or continue to do a good job of making sure that centers know that while SSH does provide things like a toolkit and some logos and you know some of the look feel, that stuff's important and it looks great for us from a coordination standpoint, but really don't, I'm gonna issue a warning, don't lean on us for that, for your celebration. That week is important, the dates are important, but at that point, make the celebration your own because you may be in, I just referenced 40 countries, your culture may be different, the way you celebrate things may be different. We don't want you just to kind of shoehorn what we're doing or offering over here if it doesn't fit for your center. The important part is you're just celebrating healthcare sim. So even for the domestic folks out there, um, same thing, you know, use us as you need, but don't rely on it 100% if you don't need to. And the important part is just to celebrate as you can and as you will, um, and we'll be there to help support it. And, and, and I'm, I think what you mean by that mainly is, don't let us dictate how you celebrate it. Thank you. Just celebrate healthcare sim week. So, yeah. you know, we're not giving you the rules of you should be doing this. It's do whatever promotes and that it celebrates what we do all year round and tell as many people that don't understand it because we all know that, hey, what do you do for a living? <sighs> so let's talk because yeah. it's a hard description. Yes. So the, the week has that international buy-in and it's, you know, do it how you can do it. Yeah. Um I'm going to be careful. You're going to take my job. You said it better than I could in far fewer words. Um, no, it, it is, right? So the toolkit itself is, um, you'll see that. It doesn't have a lot of step-by-step. -step. Even though we've gotten a lot of requests for it, I have fought internally for us not to go that direction. We're not telling you, download this instruction sheet to build your celebration. Because they, we do get, tell us what to do. How yes. do we do this? And I get it. I do understand why they're asking for that. But... Again, one celebration is not going to fit all. And yeah. so it's more about, I'll give you tips for approaching the media. You know, how to think of ideas on a gathering or a, even all the way down to, I know it's weird, the cakes that we see every yeah. year. You know, like even those things, we'll supply the ideas, but how you apply, how you apply those or whether you apply those, do what you need, do what you need. And that's the thing. We take pride in our job. We yes. love, we are passionate. I mean, we all get into this job and we're like, I, I don't know what this weird little job is. And then once you find out, you're like, it's the coolest job nobody ever knew existed. And so this is the year that we, or this is the time of year where we're going to all get together and celebrate it together around the globe. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And so that's where it becomes important from, from my side then on the campaign side, that's where the hashtags become important because mm -hmm. then no matter how everybody is celebrating, I at least can see that all in one place. And that's the stuff that we pull together and then can you know pitch, right? Pitch to our media sources and things and say, look, we have a central place where you can see how big it is becoming, how, you know, how those things are growing. So that's why we stress the hashtag almost more than anything else during the week. It's, that's cool, do what you need, but just make sure you document and then post it with the hashtag and we will we'll love you for it. That's great, that's a good point. 
All right. Well, Curtis, we really appreciate it. You know, we've we've got a, a busy schedule here. You're headed to another table to go talk to some other folks about you know a similar topic. Uh, but thanks very much for coming out with us, for setting up all of this over the last few months. We really do appreciate that. And uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you again soon. Yeah, it sounds great. Again, really quick, uh, just thank you guys so much for buying in when we approached you with it, because I know it probably came across as a weird idea. And you're like, well, I'm, why would they be asking us to do something like this? But I'm glad you took advantage of it. Um, glad you're here. And uh, here's to a great week. I, I will say for myself, and I think Will's going to say, I think as soon as you mention it, we were all about it. Yep. When we talked to we, SimOps we last year, we yeah. were ready. Yeah, we, we, we were we were diving in and we went deep. So we appreciate it. We know it's a lot of work and we hope to help you grow it year after year after year and make it something that will really benefit the entire community. And that's all we care about with us is how well it you know can help the community. Yeah, that's great. Well, again, thank you for guys for this year and I look forward to working with you going forward. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you for having us. We are on the show floor at IMSH in Orlando, Florida in 2023. And uh, thank you for your time. You bet. Thank you.